Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast post-game show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. That was about as bad as you would expect it to be mm. when a tanking team goes up against one of the best teams in hockey. This, the Blackhawks lose 6-1 to the Boston Bruins, and yes... That was indicative of the play. That was a rough, nice. rough game. And we were talking during the game about, you know, Ian Mitchell making his debut and and preparing for the show. And, and it was so one-sided that it's almost hard to break down. It was just complete domination from start to finish by the Bruins. The yeah. Hawks had maybe two or three shifts where they had some sustained zone time. Most of them did not even create a scoring chance. It was just point to point to along the boards until they would turn it over. Yeah. The Hawks just could not get it going. Uh, the Bruins were on fire, and uh, that's what happens. That's what happens when you have the best against one of the worst. It, it got ugly. These are the final uh, fancy stats of the night. Uh, shot attempts, 73 oh to 33 God. for Boston. Shots on goal, 43 to 18 for Boston. Five-on-five scoring chances, 39-14 to for Boston. Five-on-five high-danger chances, 13-3 to for Boston. So, Oh, my Lord. Um, and I believe yeah. all three of those came in the third period. Did they not, didn't they have zero it was 40 minutes? It was zero five-on. It was zero high-scoring or uh, zero high-danger chances overall, not just five-on-five five, right. um, after two periods, yeah. I believe. So, yeah. If you were to play a game bad. on paper, this is exactly what <laughs> this is what it would look like. <laughs> yes, yep, this is exactly, exactly. what like it would look like. If you looked at these two rosters <laughs> and the stats before the game and just said, "We're just going to let the computer simulate <laughs> a game," you would get a six to one Bruins win, yeah. and that's oh, exactly yeah. what we got. Yeah, uh, it's probably what should have happened. You know, it just man, Bruins are just. They're so good. So, I, and I, the word of the night was wagon. Wagon. You said it first, though. I did. You were the first yeah. to well, use wagon. You've, the the, 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 NB, the NBC Chicago microphones. We're, we're going to find out where they are because Colby and, and Scott Darling and Oh, and they're Pat, definitely here. They were all saying oh, yeah. wagon after I said it. We hear a lot of things that we heard on this show first on that <laughs> yes, show. And they're, they're set looks wagon, exactly wagon, like wagon. ours, too. Um, but that wasn't the first thing that you said that came into fruition on TV. Because That's true. We were talking in the second period where you just said, we were talking about, like, wow, it's amazing that when Seth Jones goes down, you're essentially using your sixth and seventh defenseman on the power play. That's all you have. And then you said, well, <laughs> screw it. Just go with five forwards. And then literally, like, a minute later, there was five forwards on the power play. And, and they, they scored. scored. And they scored. <laughs> well, because so. Max Domi actually shot the freaking puck hey. for a change. Yeah, hey, look strange. at that. It's it's you know it's crazy that when you shoot the puck you have a better chance of scoring than when you don't shoot the puck. I believe uh, Wayne Gretzky I mean, had a line about that once or twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might have like that. He's on to something that Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Sam in the chat says the Hawks are the lowest scoring team in the NHL. Only Taves and Kane would be on the Bruins roster. I mean, maybe, probably, Domi would be on there too on the fourth line. But yeah, I yeah. mean that team is just stacked. And and how many times have we talked about? The great Blackhawks teams of the past, it wasn't just the Stars. It was four lines. It was three mm -hmm. pairs. It was two goalies, and you could not stop them. They were just too deep, 
And that's what the Bruins are. Yeah, I'm thinking my pregame, my preseason prediction of the Bruins missing the playoffs is not going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Not one I'm going to be proud of. Uh, I don't know which is worse. The Bruins missed my prediction. The Bruins will miss the playoffs or the Ducks will make the playoffs. They're both <laughs> equally pretty bad at this point. Yes. So, Well, um, see, the Bruins, though, not exactly like the Penguins, but we looked at this as, okay, they're going for it one more time. David Krejci's coming back to play in the NHL, but what is he really going to look like after, what was it, two years away? One year away. One year, One year away. away, okay. Yeah. Patrice Bergeron's another year older, so is Marshan. Like, and what are these guys going to have supposed to be gone until January, and yeah. he comes back in November. Yeah, with mm-hmm. double hip surgery. Him and Jake McCabe have, like, the same amazing doctor, apparently. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just that all those guys are playing really well. Bergeron and... Yeah. You know, and you've still got uh, Pasternak playing at a high level because, of course, he is. He's really, really good. Right. Um, and that's that's the thing is that that's a team who, yep. like we criticize the Blackhawks and he who shall not be named, when you give everybody all the money instead of signing your best players to like maybe a million bit less to stay and keep the team competitive, that's why Boston and Pittsburgh have been able to maintain and the Hawks have not. And they've also kept coaches there, too. Right, like yeah. that goes. You don't replace one of the all-time greatest coaches with, you know, some numbers dork from Sweden that's never had a chance at it. You go out and actually get like experienced coaches to coach yeah. these guys too. Um, you know, Jim, good for Jim Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, you know, as someone who has dealt with alcohol abuse and and knows how hard it is to stay sober on a day-to-day basis. I am super happy that he's got this second chance and he's uh, succeeding big Doing time. Great. Uh, he's a guy that's easy to root for, even though I'm not a big Boston Bruins fan. I'm happy for him uh, and his success. We'll see where this team is at come March and April with all these veteran guys. You know, I, I don't want to – I'm not looking for things to go bad, but you've got guys that are older that have histories of, of some nagging injuries. So – you know, are they going to keep winning at a seventh? You know, fifteen out of every seventeen games. No, but let's see where they are come you know playoff time. If I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm hoping and praying they win the division, so they don't have to play them in the first round right, and yeah. end their season again in the first round. Well, I mean, that's how the story goes, though. Well, let somebody else end the Maple Leafs season <laughs> in the first round for a someone chance. else have a chance. Yeah. Boston has all the fun. Let's somebody someone else, else inflict pain on yeah. the Maple Leafs yeah. for once. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Boston. That's uh, it's a tremendous team, but yeah, there's there's some aging bodies, a lot of miles on the tires uh, in that locker room. So if they can sustain this, it would be pretty incredible. But I mean, they're uh, they're still a very competitive team, and they're in a you know, the East is really tough. But when you have, I think the the other thing too that really helps them is they have two goalies that you trust. Like yeah. Sway, Swayman is is proven to be. You know, a goalie that you can trust. He's a young guy, and and Linus Allmark is off to a great start this yeah. year. So it's it's when you have two goalies that you can that you can trust, no matter who's in net, uh, that really helps. And then when you're the the team that scores the most goals per game in the league, and the team that allows the fewest per game in the league, that also helps. It's a really good recipe for success. Yeah, scoring the most goals and giving up the fewest. I think you're going to win a lot more games than you lose when you do that. Two of the most important things in hockey. Maybe, the, maybe the two most important. To be the best at <laughs> is, is, a good, is a good thing to, uh, to be. And, when, and one thing about Boston down the stretch, now that they're off to such a just ridiculous start, 16-2. and two, By the way, tied an NHL record for the best home record to start a season yeah. in NHL history tonight. 11 the straight Panthers wins. and the Blackhawks, I believe, also share yep. that record. The 63-64 Blackhawks and the Panthers just a few years ago. Also won eleven. When you're sixteen and two, and you're playing in a conference as tough as the East, and you've got a lot of veterans, you've given yourself such a good cushion. Oh yeah. To where come March, April, late season, you can give Patrice Bergeron a night off. You can give David Krejci a night off. Oh yeah. Or Brad Marshall. You can play them less minutes yeah, in a particular cut minutes, game. Yeah. You can really like reserve them the last twenty games of the season because. You've pretty much clinched a playoff spot yeah. in November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you'd really have to, like, not only would the wheels fall have to fall off the bus, but the bus would also have to explode. Yeah, and then <laughs> the wheels that have fallen off catch on fire, 
for this team to miss the playoffs. And then it gets hit by another bus's wheels that is yeah. also on fire, and those fell off. That yes. might do it. It's just the scene in Blues Brothers where all the cop cars are crashing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. You would, it would be like the biggest collapse in pro sports history if the Bruins were to miss the playoffs right now. So they can they can take this huge huge start and use it to their advantage down the stretch when resting their uh, veteran players. Yeah. Well, let's get into the uh, the Hawks side of this thing. And, and like we said, there's just not a ton to really analyze because it was just so one-sided. They wore their retro yeah. uniforms. Yeah, should we talk about that? And that was it. We can do that. <laughs> Some people I see, uh, where did I just see it? Oh, Dr. Horror Show says it's a plain jersey. It looks bad, but in full gear, the pants and socks, everybody, uh, and everything, it looks cool. I, I th- uh, We said to each other, if it just had a Blackhawks logo instead of the generic Chicago across it, that looked like it was made on Canva, it would have looked a lot better. Yeah. Um, it did look all right on the ice. I thought it was kind of hard to read the numbers at times. Yeah. It was. Any jersey that has that stripe. Yeah. Difficult. You got to you gotta outline the numbers uh, just the right way, but it's just like a block white, so it gets, it gets lost in the striping. I mean, I'm with you, Jay. Like, if they had the logo on it, or even if it just said Chicago in, like, that like script font that you see on like they have it on sweaters and t-shirts and all this other merchandise if they did it that way that would look better than just bold caps lock times new roman chicago and i i think the striping i i give them credit for trying to do the barber pole but like you could have just did the barber pole and would be fine yeah i don't hate the jerseys but i don't necessarily like them either they're there not when you need i'm not gonna buy one um but you know, again, it's like well, here, it's it's Adidas' thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like, well, all right, fine. Those are your those are your options. You're giving us whatever. We'll wear them the four times, and then we'll just throw them in the back of the closet. Yeah, we were basically told, in fewer words, this was a a, a punt on fourth down. Yeah, like it was. Uh, they're gonna wear them what five times? Four more, four times four more times. Yeah, and then they'll never wear them again. Adidas's deal will be gone, and After we'll never season. hear or speak they're, of them they're, again. They're, they're yeah. pretty much. <laughs> they might not even go on clearance. They're not going to waste a really cool jersey design on a four-game, five-game requirement. They're right. gonna want it to where they can wear it, something cool, and wear it as often as they want. And and they're not gonna waste it on this team, right? You're gonna save it for. You know, Connor Austin Bedard Matthews. Sk- and Austin Matthews <laughs> skating around in that new black, all black jersey. When we, when we talked to uh, Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner a, a month or two ago, they basically said the blacks, the all blacks are coming back at some point. They've also, you know, others have told me, like, there's better plans in the desk that they're just not using yet. Mm-hmm. And again, they're not going to waste them on a five gamer. And it's never going to be produced again because Adidas right, goes Especially because Adidas is going away. Right. Yeah. yeah. On a team that. You know, not going to win a lot of hockey. Games. You don't have yeah. the mo- you don't have the most eyes on right now. Exactly. Yeah, there there could be some cool things coming. They hinted at the black jerseys more than once. They yeah. said it to us when we interviewed them, and then uh, at the red carpet ceremony, mm-hmm. Danny came over and said hello to Mario and I, and he was kind he was asking us overall what we thought about the retro. And when we mentioned black jerseys, he kind of like had a little smile on his mm-hmm. face, like mm-hmm. he knows something. Listen, this is one front office. Unlike the previous front office, they see what everybody else sees, and they're listening to what everybody is saying. Mm-hmm. They know that people would love the all-black jerseys to come back. They know that. Yeah. They know that, and they're going to wait for the when the time is right, when there's more eyeballs focused on the team, when there's more marketable guys, when there's guys that you could sell the jersey because you know they're going to be here for eight, nine years, not guys that are going to be here for eight or nine more games. You know, it's. I will say though, I I have seen some Domi and Lafferty jerseys around the UC. Not surprising. Those are together. Yes, at at the the UC. Yeah, we saw the same couple. Yeah, (laughs) yep. I I would hope it's the same. I mean, I can't imagine too many couples both rocking those jerseys. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. The Lafferty doesn't surprise me. The Domi, not a huge surprise either. I mean, those are guys that like Blackhawk fans gravitate to. Yeah, the the Mm -hmm. grindy, you know, hardworking guys. The, the you know during the Stanley Cup years you had all these great players and one of the most jerseys you saw in the 300 level was Andrew Shaw mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's not not a surprise those guys are selling jerseys. well if you need if you needed a new one for this year I mean the choices are limited I assume if you have a Lafferty and a Domi 
you probably already have Kane and Taves at home. Yeah. So think. if you're looking for one, Seth Jones. I guess Lafferty. <laughs> yeah, Seth Jones is the safest one to buy right now. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Michael says the team stinks. The players stink. We stinks. Yes, that is slash. the plan. That was the. That's uh, what a rebuild is. That was. That's by design. Breaking news. <laughs> you would rather have everything be awful with a plan to get better than what we had last year when we were sold that this team's a playoff team and things were actually worse than they are now. Right. So I, I'm fine with the everything is bad with the like with a purpose caveat that it's we're going to bottom it out to get good again. Mm-hmm. That, that's I'm fine with that. It's always darkest before the dawn, as they say. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess we can recap the scoring here if, if we got uh, 25 minutes to kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruins got on the board early. Uh, Taylor Radish took a tripping penalty, and right as that penalty was expiring, uh, David Pasternak took a cross-ice pass, uh, one-timer from Brad Marchand, and scored his 10th goal of the season. That was at 4.53. First period ended one nothing, which was a little bit crazy. Uh, the five-on-five numbers... Uh, shot attempts were 17-4 to Boston. Shots on goal were 10-2. Scoring chances were 8-1. to High danger chances 3 to nothing. So there you go. That's uh, not very good. Not uh, we went, what, was it seven minutes at least before the Hawks even had a shot attempt? At least. Yeah, yeah it was at least that. So It was a 20-minute power play for Boston to start the game. Very one-sided. Uh, second period begins, uh, 428 in. Uh, Patrice Bergeron scores his ninth of the season. Charlie McAvoy with just a sick, no-look Patrick Kanian pass to Bergeron, and the one-timer is his 999th NHL point. Uh, uh, so that's a, uh, a beauty from, from McAvoy. He really made that happen. And when you put a, the, stick, the puck on the tape of Patrice Bergeron, he's not going to miss very often. I think Bergeron actually went uh, between Tenorti's legs on the shot, too. Yeah, it was, was just impre- it was a very impressive play. Unbelievable play. Uh, Hawks cut the lead in half uh, after Jonathan Taves scores his eighth of the season. Ty Domi, damn it, I did it again. Max Domi <laughs> takes Wasn't a point shot. <laughs> yeah, he takes a point shot, and Jonathan Taves redirects it. Crazy things happen when you put the puck on net. That is Taves' eighth, Domi's eighth assist, and Philip Kurashev uh, got the third assist on that one. Uh, then things started to get out of hand. Late in the third period, 18-10 in, uh, Jake DeBrusque, Scores a, uh, a, a shot that leaks past uh, Mrazek from Marshand and McAvoy. And then uh, less than, just over a minute later, actually, David Krejci scores his fifth goal of the season. Another one-timer. It's like three or four one-timers from them in this game uh, from well, Greer and McAvoy on that one. They were set up. Yeah. yeah. When you have very nice, crisp cross-ice passes, those one-timers are there. Yep. So there you go. Uh, it is 4-1 after two. And then 11 12 into the third. Pasternak scores again. Wide open net off a of one timer. Uh, Jack Johnson stuck between Felino and, uh, and Pasternak. And what you're supposed to do is take one of the skaters out of it so the goalie knows who to defend. Jack Johnson got stuck in between, didn't defend either guy. So the one timer was wide open mm-hmm. for Pasternak. It's 5 1. And then 17 uh, 57 into the third. Taylor Hall, a uh, little sneaky point shot, just kind of flutters through, uh, and that's his uh, sixth of the season. So that was it. 6-1 is your final. I do want to say uh, Ian Mitchell made his season debut, and while it's it's kind of tough to evaluate too much of his game, he ended up minus two, uh, 16-25 of ice time. He had a block shot. Uh, that included uh, 118 of shorthanded time and 56 seconds of power play time. So used in all situations, there was a point in the game where his partner became Jack Johnson when it had be- when it was Philip Bruce to begin. I was trying to isolate on Mitchell as as best I could. It's tough on TV. It'll yeah. be much easier tomorrow at the arena. Hopefully, he's in the lineup tomorrow because I want to watch him. Yeah, but I would say him. I didn't notice him in a bad way at all. I mean, minus two, sure they lost six to one. Yeah, um, but there were no glaring. Everybody was a minus mistakes two. from him. <laughs> no, at all. No. No, and I mean, it's a t- it's a tough task to be thrown into the lineup, your first NHL game of the season, and oh yeah, go out there against the Bruins. Like, that's hard to do. And what I will say though is that he was 
you know, getting significant ice time was getting a lot of opportunities. And I think, you know, it, it, it can't hurt to have him back in the lineup again tomorrow. Uh, maybe Caleb Jones comes back in. Philip Roos uh, takes the uh, takes the seat. But yeah, I mean, there, there's no reason to not have him back in. I don't. There wasn't anything that he did that stood out as like, oh my god, look at this guy. Like you know, it, nothing like that. So yeah, give him a, give him a second game. Can't hurt. Based on the uh, shot attempt numbers, if you had to pick one of the lines, what would you guess was the Blackhawk line that did the best tonight? Well, well, we played this game in the third period, but it was the fourth line, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the Jujar Kara, Reese Johnson, Colin Blackwell. Five on five, they had the least amount of time, but still they were eight eight shot attempts for, eight shot attempts against for an even 50% Corsi. Even. The other lines, the Patrick Kane, Max Domi, Andres Athanasiu line, seven shot attempts for 20 against. 25.9%. 25.9%. Not great. Uh, the Jonathan Taves, Philip Kershep, Taylor Radish line, just four shot attempts, four to 16 against. Not great. Uh, that was actually 16 to nothing after two periods. Ooh. Yeah. And then well, the, they locked it down in yes, the third. They dominated that third <laughs> period. And then the Jason Dickinson, Sam Lafferty, McKenzie, Entwistle line. Four shot attempts, four to ten against, 28.5%. Mm. Not great. So that's just getting your ass handed yeah. to you up and down the lineup. Here's your ass. Take it and get out. <laughs> Guess who led the Blackhawks in shots? Jack Johnson. He had five shots on goal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's like the third time this season he's led the team in shots. If that's happening, you suck. Yeah, something's going that's, terribly that wrong. That can't happen. That just simply cannot happen. I, are you guys missing Seth Jones yet? Yeah. This team does miss him. They miss him drastically. Even, you know, yeah. He's he's the best defenseman. He can, pl- he can play in all situations. He generates offense. He's not a tire fire defensively. And you can't, you can't replace him with said, this current roster. With this can't. roster, no. You have so many guys... Playing roles are not fit to play, and that's right. why you saw five defensemen on the power play at one point. Uh, there's five just forwards. no one. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Five forwards on the power play at once. Uh, there's no one on this team aside from Seth Jones that has any sort of consistent offense, and I think we know for a fact that's the reason Ian Mitchell's here Yeah, because he brings a little something different, um, but he wasn't getting out on the power play until it was Kara Entwistle time, and again, how do you evaluate <laughs> Yeah, because right. they can't control a puck for any extended period. Nate, of time. Nate has an interesting question here about uh, how are we feeling about offensive defensive schemes, power play PK at this point of the season. I realize the roster isn't good. We're seventeen in about the systems. I mean, you just said it. The roster is not very good. Yeah, system wise, I'm fine because yeah, it's, it's fine. a very simple system. Yeah. Luke Richardson is not over coaching. He's not trying to make things. He's not trying to reinvent the wheel. He's just letting guys go out and play instinctual hockey. Be the guy that got you to the NHL. Be that guy. He's letting guys do what they do. Unfortunately, there just isn't a lot of talent. So the systems are fine. And I think Luke Richardson is a smart enough coach that when he starts to get a more talented roster, he can start to implement more bells and whistles, more little things. He just he realizes I don't have the horses to to do. So I just gotta put guys out there and just be like, protect the puck, keep it simple. Yeah, do your best. Play north yeah, south. Right. Just get shots on goal. They're not doing that, but that's not a system thing. That's just a talent thing. Yeah, I, I it's when you're playing the when you're playing the right way strategically, but you're just not talented enough, like it's gonna it's gonna look bad. But when you have eventually a roster that can do <laughs> do all the things right, do all the, you know, do do the little things right that make Richardson's simplistic system actually really effective for long stretches of time, then you're going to see it that way. The only thing I would change is uh, the power play. Never do the drop pass. And I don't know yeah, if I'm I don't know if that. that's yeah. if that can get better with better players. But we've seen this team with a better power play, quote-unquote, uh, do the drop pass and have the same results. And I, I just... Yeah, I never understood of why would you get the puck almost to the blue line, go backwards to re- re- 
go capture that ground. Yeah. You're just allowing the p- penalty kill to get into the zone and set up. One of the first power plays tonight that the Blackhawks had, one of the first rushes, the Bruins defended the puck carrier, the initial puck carrier perfectly. It played behind them and then pl- and then played them through their body and forced, I forget who the puck carrier was, but forced them to basically like, oh, I can't drop past it because I have a defender on my butt. Like that's you know, a, a turn, guaranteed turnover. Forced them to, to carry the puck into the zone and lo and behold, they got into the zone and created a, a scoring chance off the rush. Like yeah, I, crazy, I, right? Next time we're in front of Luke uh, at a practice, I want to ask him that. Yeah. Like what are the advantages of this slingshot drop back, whatever you want to call power play? Because it just, it seems like a trend. It's not just the Hawks. It seems like it's around the league. And I just don't get the point of having everyone meet me at the blue line and then everybody starts skating. It's just, it seems counterproductive. A yeah. uh, comment from Region Rev, she says, it's a simple system, but it seems veterans included, uh, no one can follow it. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a matter of them not understanding it. It's just a matter of them not having the talent to execute. Yeah. And Jamie says the same thing. Simple passes don't connect all night long in every zone. That's a talent issue. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it is. It, it is. it is an issue of talent. Every, oh, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to say, everything we've heard from the players is that they, the, the, the system is simple. It's easy to translate. It's easy to understand. But it's just the guys executing it. Yeah, I, um, we've been, we said before the season even started, and when they had that early season success, four wins in a row, we said, okay, let's see how these guys react. To, it's easy to start executing when when you get in the results. Yeah. But when you have a couple games where you execute and you don't win, all of a sudden then that execution starts to lack, and that's what we're seeing here. We're starting to see that snowball, that avalanche start. And we've been saying, how does Luke Richardson react when those losses start piling up? Well, the losses are starting to pile up, and it's one thing when you're losing four to three and you're in the game it's hard fought and you're this, right this there, past right. week they've been getting their ass kicked yes the blues spanked them around the bruins spanked them around you know and the penguins that's a team that you you, you probably you can beat they're not great but they're yeah. a veteran team that knows how to do the little things so you would hope in a night that you know you're gonna have a full house you're only sell out of the season you're gonna have the emotion that anthem is going to be huge. Yeah. You hope you could take advantage of that. And, hey, here's a crazy idea that just might work. Score the first goal of the game, for Christ's sake. No. <laughs> no. Get a play with a lead. I no. bet you they've played with a lead for, what, nine minutes the entire season? Seems like it. <laughs> That's what, that is so funny. Like, how is that even possible? I don't know. That's what it feels yeah. like. I it really, yeah. I know. They've given up the overtime wins, shootout wins. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, they don't get a win, they don't get a lead in the game until they win it in overtime. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna research that. I'm gonna have. For, I'm gonna have. How it long a, have they? How led? long have they actually led? I guarantee you, it's less than a period. Oh, I absolutely. Yeah. Let, let's play the game right now. Over under twelve minutes. I'll say over. I'll say over, but not much. But not over. by much. I, it's got to be between twelve and fifteen minutes that they've actually because they because the San Jose game early in the season that they won five two they, they didn't down two nothing yeah yeah they didn't take the lead until like what third period yeah yeah it can't I, be that it much. Can't be much. I'll, I'm it gonna, can't be much I'm gonna, more than I'm going to research that. that I'm going to come up with that number I love it maybe uh, yeah it, it's not a big number and. They've been out. They've given up the first goal of the game thirteen out of seventeen t- games. Nine of those thirteen games, they've fallen behind two nothing. Oof. This uh, this is what we've been telling you. When everybody goes, oh, this uh, you know, two weeks ago it was when we were here last Saturday night after that Ducks game. Yeah, everybody's freaking. Everybody's out. oh my god, <laughs> they're too good. Well, here we are seven days later. And this is what we've been telling you: the bad five-on-five five teams do not pull out very many two-two nothing comeback wins. So my buddy uh, Charlie the Bacon guy, who's in the chat there, says I think the odds on Pittsburgh winning by three plus is minus one ten. Like tonight, oh. he got the Bruins minus one ten to win by three or more. That's insane. That's crazy. I, yeah, that's insane. I believe it. Though. Your average line is one and a half. That's like the default. Yeah, that's the yeah. for every NHL game. So for 
for the Bruins win by three or more was still minus odds. That's insane. That's crazy. I, I I don't know if I've ever seen that. I mean, that's what happens when you have this Blackhawks team against a, a team that literally leads the league in both least goals given up and most goals scored. Like, Jeez. it's just it's it's mad. It's crazy. All right. Well, look before uh, these guys let you know about Shady Rays and Athletic Greens, we want to remind you about our new die hard level here at chgo you are diehard <laughs> chicago sports fans diehard chicago blackhawks fans it's time to prove it and let everybody know you are a chgo diehard so many of you have been here with us since day one and we appreciate it but we have sort of adapted our membership most of this written content is going to be completely unlocked we want you to have access to that read all that so when you become a diehard you've already got that right so the benefits of being a diehard are you get a free shirt or hat every year upon renewal, a free CHGO shirt or hat, free which is hat. awesome. Free you hat. get 20% free off all merch all the time at chgolocker.com. There are diehard exclusive designs, which might be one coming out tomorrow for a certain special event mm. for a certain demigod, my friends. So mm. keep your eye on that certain, during the game. Certain legendary player. You get discounts on ah. the tailgates, the takeovers, all the awesome events we have. If you are a CHGO Geo diehard and a CHGO fan, with the free t-shirt and all the discounts on events, this thing pays for itself mm-hmm. over time. So jump on, go to allchgo.com and become a diehard. You also get a membership card that proves that you're a diehard. It's, it's an awesome thing. And uh, just know, CHGO is always, and all city, you know, PHNX, DNVR, we're always looking for ways to give you guys, our diehards, you know, better benefits, uh, better plans. We're constantly evolving for you. So uh, jump on, take advantage of that deal. And look, if you're already a uh, CHGO member, you're automatically upgraded to the diehard status if you're on that yearly, uh, if you're on that yearly plan. So Woo-woo. jump on it. Love yeah. it. And <clears throat> you should also jump on some Shady Rays. No, you don't want to because if you do, them. they'll replace them. Right, exactly. You can <laughs> jump on them, and they'll send you a brand new pair for free. We should we should get some shady rays and just test this out on the show. Like, what can we do to it where they'll be like, okay, stop, stop <laughs> hey, doing that. We're not replacing him anymore. Says no questions asked. <laughs> Let's test that theory. Yes, our friends at Shady Rays they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out and changed it and. Dag it, they've done a really good job of that. You do not have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall, even though it feels like winter out there, mm. because Shady Rays has you covered. Shady Rays should come out with some, like, full shield some, some sunglasses. Ski goggles. Ski goggles, yeah. Keep your face warm. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Best part about Shady Rays is that insane in protection program we just talked about. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. That sounds like a really good like YouTube series. Uh, how far can we take that uh, <laughs> policy? Even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make quality. I could tell you from being a customer of theirs for a couple of years, they are just as good, if not better, than any of the expensive name brands on the market. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. So not only are you going to look good, you're going to do something good for others in need, which is, you know, popular uh, activity this time of year, even though it should be 12 months a year. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they will throw profit right out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to get 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses. That's buy one, get one free. The more you buy, the more you save. You can get two awesome pairs of quality shades for as low as 54 bucks. Check them out at ShadyRays.com. And as we learned a couple days ago, the mystery box. Not only is there a mystery pair... I, my laptop must have heard us or something. I had a Shady Rays ad pop up. Right now they're doing their Black Friday sale up to 60% off site-wide. Oh. There you go. 
Got to like that. That is it. And the mystery box. And Just mystery get box. everyone you love sunglasses and call it a day. Sunglasses and CHGO t-shirts. Your Christmas shopping is done. done. And bacon from Charlie. I'm <clears throat> sorry. You're going to be looking good. Yeah, Charlie, do you want us to send you the address to the office? <laughs> <laughs> to get some bacon here. Well, they got, they got to put up a new uh, street sign. So the yeah. delivery drivers <laughs> exactly. can find it. Yeah. One of the most, uh, are we doing, oh, you got to do athletic Well, games. you can tell your story. But trying to, so the official address here takes you to a door that's like down in the alley, not our main door. So I had to go find Mary and Hosa yesterday. Finding Hosa. Which is always awkward. I'm like, over here. <laughs> and then he's got to walk through the cold and ugh, it's embarrassing. Yes, but I got the ride the elevator we, with him, we, which is magical. We almost lost Mary and Hosa in an alley. That would have been Ooh. bad. Not good publicity. That would not be no. a great... Uh, not great for us. No. If you well, missed it yesterday, by the way, <laughs> I don't know how you did. It was all over social media and everything. Yeah. Marion Hosa was here in this building, and uh, we talked to him for a good half sure. hour. And God, there's so much more we could have asked. Oh my God, I, I, I re-listened to the epi- to the episode driving home, and I was just thinking that the whole time I was like, I wish we would ask him about this, yeah, and about that, and about that. And I was like, Well, we we didn't have a whole twelve hour yeah. day with him. Like, Seriously. <laughs> We could have used it. It would have been it'd be it'd be great. The next time he's in town, we'll try and see if we can get you know follow him for a day and ask him all these questions. I could you know I couldn't get over how how cool of a guy he was. We'll get into it. I, I want you to do athletic greens. Yes. so We don't get off track, but uh, the way he started the interview really stuck with me, and it's been on my mind since we I, talked. I, I bet Marion Hosa has an AG one uh, program. You know, it certainly if, looks like it. If you if you watched the interview yesterday. Or you saw the pictures that uh, that he took with us, uh, you could see what AG One can do for you uh, <laughs> when you look at Marion Hosa. Because my God, could he? When he said like, oh, "I think I could probably still play on the third line," I was like, "Yeah, I bet you could." <laughs> yeah, this team he could on probably still team, play on the top. This yeah. team, he's yeah, he'd be right next to Patrick or uh, Johnny Taze, just in his in his old spot. Uh, but yeah, Athletic Greens AG One, they got uh, the formula designed for you to improve your gut health optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start or end your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions or you follow different diets uh, for whatever reason, whether it's gluten-free or dairy-free or vegan or pescatarian, as uh, our, uh, our friend Big Dave is. Isn't that a religion? No. Presbyterian is oh, a religion. Okay, sorry. Pescatarian is where you're vegetarian, but you still eat fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I learned okay. something new today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, whatever it is, uh, you can put AG1 into that diet and you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you may be. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you need to make it even easier. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, a couple rapid-fire questions I want to answer before I get to the host's story. Sam says, uh, what is the unwritten NHL rule for trades? After Christmas, there's not really an unwritten rule, but Thanksgiving is usually when teams know whether or not they are contenders. Usually. So you'll start to see teams around this time of year start to decide, okay, uh, maybe it's time to start looking at, at making some moves. Um, I read it somewhere on Interwebs today, but uh, and we know this for a fact, but I, I forgot who wrote it. I don't want to uh, give the wrong credit. But the Bruins have been scouting the Blackhawks almost more than anybody in the league. So they've got yeah. their eye on somebody here. Um, and look, there's also going to be, you know, with the East as competitive and the West too, as competitive as it is, some teams are going to be looking to jump the gun and get ahead yeah. on some of these trades. So early. I still think the Hawks are probably better off at least with Taves and Kane. Well, at least with Kane, I would think for sure, waiting until the deadline and trying yeah. to get teams to really get in a bidding war for him. But I think they're open for business. Like if someone wants to call and knock their doors off for somebody, yeah. You know, sell high on somebody who's playing, you know, well early. That like Taves might have that drop down a little bit as the shooting percentage goes down and the frustration starts to mount. It could, yeah. You could see those numbers go down. So I don't know. I don't think there's anything that Jonathan Taves, the way he's playing now on that Boston team, good lord, <laughs> the rich <Yeah>. get richer. <laughs> that would be 
quite the thing. It kind of works visually too. Like I can envision him in a Bruins uniform, which is, is weird. nineteen retired by Boston. I do not. Think no, so. Sagan wore nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, John says, "Are you guys going to be doing draft profiles on guys in our range later in the year?" I would think in a new year. Probably. We'll start looking at uh, some yeah. like real draft yeah, profiles. March, we, April, we have an idea of more better year. And we've been we've been throwing out some names in our weekly rebuild report between yeah. uh, Greg and myself for for guys to keep a, keep an eye on. Obviously, Bedard, Fantilli, and Michkov still the focus. But uh, yeah, we've been throwing some names. Yeah, in we'll there. definitely when we kind of have a better idea of where they're going to pick with some of those, you know, that Tampa pick and maybe a second or a th- you know a third or a fourth pick. We'll kind of we'll definitely focus more on guys who are mm-hmm. make sense at those spots. But right now we're just kind of our weekly rebuild report comes out Thursday. No longer behind a paywall, so start getting used to clicking on all those all CHGO. Mm-hmm. You may have been brushing them off because you weren't a member, and you're like, oh, I don't I don't have a membership. I can't read it. It's not the case anymore. The rebuild report is out from behind the paywall every Thursday. It comes out. Mario covers all the prospects that are uh, playing juniors and college hockey in North America. I've got all the prospects playing professionally, both in North America and Europe. And then we're also kind of showing you some highlights and giving you a heads up on some of those top prospects, you know, including the big three, but some other guys Mm -hmm. that, that could be there as well. So Thursday's Rebuild Report, it's free. Check it out. It's got a really cool logo now. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I uh, saw some people too asking about uh, Connor Bedard updates. He has an assist tonight, so that uh, adds to his uh, seventy-five uh, game point streak or whatever it is now. He's got a thousand points, I think, for uh, the season. It's pretty his crazy. His point streak can now buy a beer beer in America. Yeah, and that's he true. <laughs> and and he cannot. No, Yo, he can't even get one in Canada yet. Is it 21 in Canada? It's 19 in Canada. 19. He's not even that old. He's not even that old. Uh, Also, a WHL uh, note, Kevin Korchinski and Nolan Allen, uh, now teammates in Seattle, they are uh, pairing mates, line mates on the defense. Pair mates? What what is the term for that? I think partners, defensive partners. Defensive partners, there you go. I think that I would love to know, and I would think he would have, Kyle Davidson, as soon as that trade was made, made a call and said, Hey, how can we make sure these two play together as much as possible? Yeah, maybe. If Korchinski and Allen are your next Keith and Seabrook. I mean, it makes sense to pair them together anyways yeah. because of the way they play. Yeah, yeah Korchinski, right. the offensive Stylistically, guy. Yeah. Allen, the that, stay at home. They are the perfect pairing. That Thunderbirds team is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I th- I'm really thinking we need, to, we need to start laying the foundation to road trip it to that last road game of the year in Seattle in April. That'll be right around WHL playoff time, That would be too. good timing, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I would love that. Jake, Seattle is one of my favorite cities. I love Seattle. We can crash with my aunt and uncle, who See? are the most low-key West Coast people in the world. Sounds More great. reason to go. They don't, have to, they don't have to split for an Airbnb this time. So uh, Exactly. Yeah, let's make I got, it I got exactly. a, a friend that lives in uh, Seattle, too. Been out, went out there for his wedding a few years ago, and I fell in love with the Northwest. It's beautiful. I love that place. I yeah, it's like it my there. ideal kind of nature. Yeah. Pine trees and mountains and mm-hmm. all that, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Love it. Um, all right, let's. why don't we do this? Why don't we do our uh, fourth stars of the game? And, sure. And, and were take there four to name? And then we'll get into some hosts of love uh, after that. All right, the three stars of the game as chosen by 98.5, the Sports Hub. Number three star, uh, Barad Barad. Barad? <laughs> I don't know why. Barad. <laughs> Brad Marchand is your third star of the game. He was all right. He had a he had a pretty decent game. He had three assists in sixteen oh two of ice time. Only won thirty three percent of his face off. So what a bum. Uh, the number two star, David Pasternak. He's also pretty good. Yeah, he bad. had two goals. Nineteen fifty four of ice time. A mere seven shots on goal for David Jesus, Good Lord. And the number one star, uh, Charlie McAvoy, he was outstanding in this game. Mm -hmm. So good. Four assists, plus three, 20-52 of ice time, and six shots on goal. Oh, my God. Wagon. That's pretty good. Wagon uh, of a team. Yeah. um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Four star of the game for me. This is a guy we were talking about uh, during the game. Colin Blackwell, I, I, I've been saying where 
you know, for a couple of weeks. Like you see what the Hawks are trying to do. They just don't have the skill to execute it. Colin Blackwell is the is the embodiment of that. Where you can tell the hockey IQ is there. You can see the hustle. You see the guy working his ass off, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't have the skill to pull off the things he wants to do. Now, at some point, Colin Blackwell is going to have to get that message and simplify things and change the way he plays a little bit. He's been healthy scratched a few times, but I just want to shout him out for just his hard work. Mm-hmm. He really, really cares, and he really, really plays hard. Um, but you could just see he's a guy out there doing the best he can, but he just does not have the skill to make most things happen. So it is a it is an effort. It's a participation trophy. Yeah. But Colin Blackwell gets uh, my four star tonight. Yeah, I've 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 liked Colin Blackwell on this team. For the role that he's playing. All right, Steven, put my guy up there because I forgot who I picked. There it is, Jason <laughs> Dickinson. All right, yeah, that guy. Uh, he did some things. He skated and uh, was only a minus one, which I guess is a small victory. Was he Was he the, the Luis Mendoza on that one play? Yes, yeah. No. May, <laughs> was it Dickinson? Was, think, was it? I thought it was Dickinson. I, we'll have to go back and. It was like Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, he just <laughs> bulldozed his own goalie. Uh, no shots on goal for Dickinson, but he was not alone in that category. But uh, led the team with five hits, had a block shot and a takeaway, and won uh, eight of eleven faceoffs for seventy-three percent. Not bad. I mean, I know the Dickinson line didn't do good in the shot attempt, the Corsi race. They were like the most noticeable. Like they were mm-hmm. at least the ones that you know were making some things happen. It appeared so trying to. You know, it, it's a nights like tonight. This is segment is really hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Stephen shouts to us. Uh, what do you guys got for four stars? And we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bus, dr- the bus driver for yeah. pulling. In. You know it was. You know it was a bad game when they're showing highlights of the freaking team bus driver. Like that's yeah. Not not great. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not really what you're going for. No. Um, yeah. My fourth star of the night was uh, Max Domi. He shot the puck. Way to go, Max! And, and something happened. Something go, good Max. happened. So. Good job, Max. He got the the assist. Uh, had a, had another shot on goal. Besides that uh, shot pass, as it ended up being. Um, won fifty four and a half percent of his faceoffs, nineteen minutes and twelve seconds of ice time. Um, yeah, I just shoot, please more. I think um, do that. If <laughs> as Max, simple as if I Max can make it. To this show, he's gonna shoot a puck right at our heads at practice. <laughs> yeah, well, they it's, try it anyway. They do every time <laughs> we true. walk down after practice. They miss by a thousand miles just to scare the crap out of mm-hmm. him, and it works. Well, and I like that it. he, you know, just leaned into one at, at least you know yeah. from the blue line uh on the on the on the power play goal um let's do more of that well more I, shots at, from everybody like it, at this point at, what does it matter look at taylor hall's goal yeah he got he's like i don't have anything to do with this throw it to the net right goal there yep. you go this team is not talented enough to try to score these fancy three pass goals the just tic-tac-toes throw it on net get a couple bodies up there maybe it hits off a skate you're there for a rebound just just shoot, shoot, shoot. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. even attempting shots, to shoot shots, half these shots, times. Shots, we had shots, Luke, shots, we talked to shots. Luke Richardson about that uh, last week. He stared into my soul and answered that question uh, <laughs> and just said, like, sometimes it's a matter of guys just trying to be perfect because they're frustrated with not scoring. And then reference, like, our practice was really focused on just shooting and keeping it simple. Well, Max Domi took a maintenance day that day yeah. <laughs> on the shooting practice. He probably refused. No, I'm not participating in this. I'm going to pass on practice today. I am religious, uh, religiously exempt from a shooting practice. Um, yeah, it was, He's going to punch us all in the head. No, I, look, I like him. I, the reason we want him to shoot is because he's a guy who's good at it and has scoring ability. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to see Max Domi rack up the points for several reasons. Seems like a good dude can up his trade value, can help the Blackhawks be more competitive. He's got to put the puck on that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know there's pressure playing with Patrick Kane. I know that. Like, a lot of guys have talked about it, but at some point, you got to – this isn't working. We got to try something new. Well, and, especially when Kane is shooting at less than 5%. Right, yeah. Like some, he's, it's not working for him right now. So right. maybe try scoring some goals yourself. And we've seen over the years – uh, a number of line mates with Patrick Kane take advantage of when they're on the ice together and 
the opponents are focusing so much on Patrick Kane that they have extra ice to work with. Domi's gotten that a few times. Yes. And he's still stops passed it, it up. So it's like for Kane. So it's like still like when you have it, like take advantage of it. And even Andreas Athanasiu too. Like he's creating some of his own chances out there and, and taking and taking ice away from from Domi and, and, and from Kane and creating things on his own, opening things up, like Shoot, man. There was something I wanted to mention. This reminded me. Uh, we, we sent out a cool little graphic wishing Patrick Kane a uh, happy, yeah, birthday. happy birthday. Happy Patrick birthday, 84. 84th birthday. If that doesn't make Oof. you feel old, God I don't know what dang. does. Well, I'm 32. Uh, so. But we. Shut up. Quiet, you. Um, <laughs> no one asked you. Yeah. No one's asking you either, Stephen. Um, 29, I'm telling up. you anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate everything right now um but anyway i retweeted our wishes to patrick kane saying hey how many goals do you think the birthday boy is going to score in boston tonight i didn't get a ton of replies but every single reply was zero I'm like jesus the, my lord has has the mighty fallen that people are like he's not gonna score tonight yeah jamie's got a good question if he has his worst season does it change his trade value he, he no. says no i think no, no either no People know who Patrick Kane is. Yeah, yeah and I think and, and if teams it, that want him have the players that can make him Patrick Kane. Again. Yeah, he will. He'll be able to play off of more talented players. Yeah. More of more. The Rangers have a guy that he has a proven track record <laughs> of being really yeah. good with. They're not worried about his. Put him on Colorado's no. second line, Boston's second line. Like shit. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna work out fine for him. You know what team he'd be really fun on? I don't think it can happen, but Carolina. Mm. That would be fun. They're already extremely put, fun to put watch. Put him with Tavo again. Put him with Svechnikov. Good lord. And Aho. Yeah, that's fun. I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't think his, and he still leads the team in assists. He still leads the team in shots on goal. His his shooting percentage is like microscopically low, super below his his career average. So you know, it's not like he's been completely invisible he's just not scoring goals he's still doing the things that we're used to him doing and yeah he looks frustrated out there because he is frustrated because he's a guy that wants to score goals and you know he doesn't he's for the first time in his career he's not playing with you know all world talent i don't know about first time his career but it's been a long time since he's had the you know, since he hasn't had Alex Debrink yeah, or well, Artemi Panarin guys with that world class one timer on the other side mm-hmm. of the rink that could just blast home the passes all he had to do was put it on their tape and you knew he was getting an assist yeah. he doesn't have that right now and yeah, Domi would pass it back right and <laughs> like somebody I don't remember who it was if it was in one of our chats or if it was on Twitter but somebody brought up a good point saying uh, like back before you had Panarin Kane did his best when he had a guy like a Dave Boland on his line like somebody that could just get to the net and you know wreak havoc and and maybe yeah. it's time to to do something like that and maybe put you know a Jason Dickinson or a Sam Lafferty on with Patrick Kane and just have him stand in front of the net and yeah. see what happens simplify things yeah this ha- right. this has to be the least talented roster that Kane has played oh. on no doubt. Like even his rookie year was was Taze Seabrook, Keith Keith Sharp, Sharp was, was there. Was Havlat there? Yeah, yeah. Havlat was there. Like, Michael Hanzus. Yeah. This so <laughs> yeah. this has to be the least talented lineup. He's probably by a, yeah by a mile. Yep. Yeah, I would think so. And, and that's part of the frustration because I think he's just so used to being this all world elite player, and he doesn't have that guy on his on his line that gets it, yeah. and he's not going to this year. All right, let's get to our uh, fourth star of the game. I'm sorty. King of the, the game? King of the game. King of the game. No more four stars. Those we bad. ran well, out of four stars. Those first three yeah. were hard enough. I can't pick another. <laughs> All right, Peter Morezik is I your star of the photo. game. Uh, <laughs> six goals against on 43 shots against an 854 save percentage. Yeah. I think that's 37 saves if my math is correct. 43 minus 6 is 37. I correct? did see the numbers keep changing on uh, okay. ESPN's yeah. box. Yeah. Well, Whatever. regardless. It was, it was a lot of shots you to know it's, You know it's a weird, crappy game when we picked the goalie who gave up six goals as the best player on the ice. Respect yeah. for surviving, for yeah. not uh, yeah. killing your teammates. It could have been 6-1 to one after the first period. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This could have been a, an historic loss, if not for Preeti Mrazek, who is making several 
like two, three, four saves on a single opportunity. Yeah. Uh, he played really well despite giving up six goals, which is yeah. crazy to say. He was on an island he got, all night. He got ran into about four different yeah. times. Yeah. He, he's, he was on an island all night. And yeah, they, they got to play better in front of him. They, they just, you yeah. felt bad for him. And he did the best he could. So, you know, we'll there's s- only so much you can, uh, the th- as we've said before tonight, there's only so much this roster can do before talent is just not there. Well, here's a quote from Luke Richardson. This is from Ben Pope, who's out there in Boston. He says, that's probably, this is Luke's quote, that's probably the best team we've seen in a while. We got caught just standing and watching quite a bit. If you work and compete, there's no reason in this league you can't compete with a team like that. We've got to realize that quickly and not be starstruck. Mm. Connor Murphy, quote, it almost looked like they were running a bit of a power play on some of our five-on-five. That can't happen. Yeah. Those are true observations. Whether or not they can will their way to compete with the Bruins remains to be seen. Could it have been better than six to one? Yeah. Sure. I would think so. But again, it's it's just hard for any of us to kind of muster the anger it's uh, after a these teams would could play loss. ten times and and this kind of outcome would happen eight or nine times. Yeah. Like it's there's there's not much that the that this Blackhawks team could do to just muster up a you know a competitive effort it's just the talent gap is way too far yeah yep all right hockey fans it's time we finally time to hit the ice again and thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the <laughs> NHL you're in for the season of a lifetime new customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win i think i saw charlie say the penguins to win by 3 or more is plus 180 so that's that's, that's a, a little more reasonable. I'm going to win by throw. three plus is plus one eighty. Yep. Yeah. So I can I mean, deal with that. I'd throw a couple of shekels at that. Yeah. Parlay that with a Sidney Crosby goal. Well, see now you're talking about the same game parlays, Greg. That's the most exciting way to play. You <laughs> combine you multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever <laughs> you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Hey, do you kids like to save money? Sure you do. Yes. Everybody does. And the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve to save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. <clears throat> These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they could start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy saving, cost savings, project costs, and potential incentives and simple payback. Don't wait. Get start saving money and energy today. Get started saving energy and money today. I'll read that in English this time. <laughs> For energy saving tips to schedule your free assessment facility, go to comed.com slash powering biz, B-I-Z. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Call ComEd at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak to a ComEd energy efficiency program representative, or you can email businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online at their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. We are not wrapping up the show yet. We've got some good host of stuff coming up, including an incredible photo, which you probably haven't seen yet. Make sure you smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, subscribe. Please do that. That's very helpful as well. Okay, I want to tell this story real quick. And if you missed the interview, we asked him, you know, how it's going to feel when that number goes up. And Marion, like, really, like, kind of poured his heart out. Was like, I can't cry. Yeah, I've been places and I've tried to cry, and I am incapable of crying. And for a guy to say something that vulnerable, 
as like the first response to our question. Yeah, that was like the that was the first question, wasn't like it? He even said he couldn't. He didn't even cry at Pavel Dimitra's funeral. funeral. One of his best friends he said he tried, and to he was cry, trying yeah. to cry, and he couldn't. Yeah, it's like talk about setting a tone. Crazy. <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's 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 crazy. But not you know, not that I don't want to get super personal, but I, I'm kind of the same way where I just can't like for whatever reason I just can't get it going. Yeah. Um. So when he said that, I really wanted to like. I would spend an hour talking about that with Marion Hosa, mm, you know, yeah. but I just thought that was, that was fascinating. He's such an inter- interesting guy and you could tell there's a lot of depth to him that he probably keeps a little bit yeah. hidden and a little bit protected. Um, but just, he got here about 20 minutes early yesterday and hung out and was just hanging out like anybody. There was yeah. no ego to him. There were no demands. There was no, like, well, don't talk to me. I'm going to sit up. He wanted room temperature, room water. temperature water. That was for his voice though. Right. Yeah. He was his, voice. his voice. His voice and I'm you could you could tell in the interview he had to like stop his question and drink some water. Right. Because he's been doing this just for like a week straight. And uh Greg, you pointed out too how many books he's been signing. Yeah, his, his hands right gotta be, be cramping up. Carpal tunnel. So yeah. yeah, so so tomorrow, reminder, get there as early as possible. Ceremony starts at four thirty. Uh the atrium will open at two thirty. The United Center will open at 3.30, the gates. At 3.50, there is the uh, special Blackhawks alumni panel, which will feature uh, Patrick Sharp, uh, Brent Seabrook, Duncan Keith, and Nicholas... Uh, how did Hosa say John? Hyalmerson, I think. Hyalmerson? Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, good old number four. Uh, they're going to be there. And then, yeah, the uh, the the number raising ceremony starts at 4.30. Puck drop at 6. 3.50? This is going to be about a 15-minute panel. 350 to 4.10 is what they have marked. Oh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Because so. you're going to need to give people time to get to their seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great day. I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going, I'm going to get there right at 11 a.m. <laughs> and I'm going to sleep, outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sleep outside the doors. I'm not missing anything. It's going to be – the atmosphere in that building is going to be great. Something we probably mm-hmm. haven't felt since 2015. It's something we're not going to feel again until nice. they retire yeah. Duncan Keith's number next yeah. season. Right. <laughs> Make sure you are following us on social media at chgo underscore Blackhawks on Twitter, at chgo sports on Instagram. We'll be putting stuff up throughout the day yes. from the host of festivities. There's going to be at least one really, really cool thing once that banner goes up. Yeah. Keep and your eyes open. Speaking of social media, you may have missed, I missed this earlier today on Marion Hose's <laughs> social media. The Last Supper photo. Mario, <laughs> you are the one who tweeted thing. this out. Can you please describe I, to the folks listening on the podcast yes, what the I hell will. we're looking at? You're looking at uh, one of, got to be one of the most random assortments of uh, former and present Blackhawks players uh, surrounding Marion Hosa in a Last Supper-esque photo. Yes. Uh, this photo was taken by, trying to figure it out here, uh, David, I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, I'm terrible at Yarrow, this. David, David Yarrow. Yarrow. David Yarrow. Uh, he is a famous European photographer, I am told. Uh, and his vision for this photo was to uh, put together the, the essence of the Last Supper, the essence of the Blackhawks, and the essence of uh, great Chicago architecture all in one photo. Why? I don't know. But <laughs> because he can, because he wanted to, and and he wanted to do it with Marion Hosa, uh, so yeah, uh, from from left to right, as I understand it, is Seth Jones and Max Domi, of course, uh, Chris Chelios, uh, Jonathan Taze, and Corey Crawford, uh, a woman that we have been unsuccessful to identify. We don't. If you know who this is, yeah, this, send us a message. It's not Marion Hosa's wife, right? Um, so yeah, we 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 we're, we're trying to still effort who this woman is. Uh, a, a giant turkey, and then uh, okay. Marion Hosa in the middle, <laughs> and then, and then uh, Patrick Kane, who looks like uh, rookie card Patrick Kane, and then Dennis Savard, and then over the shoulder of Dennis Savard is uh, Michael Roosevelt, blast from the past, uh, and then next to him is Duncan Keith who is looking over the shoulder of one Adam Burrish. Who looks like Phil Collins. Yes, I thought it was Ed Belfour for a second, but apparently it is Adam Burrish. And on the very right, Ben Eager. Doing his Terry Bradshaw impression. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, that is the weirdest casting. It's, it's quite the crew. Like I get 
Taves and Kane and yeah. and, and Keith and Crawford teammates and uh, Chelios and Savard. Okay, Blackhawks legends. They got you know Savard's well, got his number retired. Chelios and Chelios Hosa played will. together in Detroit. They did. True. Yes. Um, you know, John Eager and Burrish were teammates, but like, okay, they were on Ro- the 2010 team. Roosevelt. Roosevelt, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Roosevelt, yeah. Roosevelt was a... Domi and Seth Jones. Yeah, Domi and Seth Jones are weird. Were they just, like, hanging around and like, oh, yeah, we'll be in this picture? They must have been like, (laughs) okay, kids, you drive us tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. It is just more confirmation that Michael Roosevelt still lives in Chicago. That might have... Is that not Jalmerson with Jones? No, No, it's 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 Max Max Domi. Domi. Look at the mustache. Yeah. It's... uh, it's quite the story. If we want to, if we want to start a controversy here, if you if you look at the Last Supper photo, the third person from Jesus's left is Judas. Right, Jonathan Taves is Judas. Jonathan Taves <laughs> is in the Judas role. Mark, Mark Lazarus pointed that out earlier. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Also, if Who you knows? really zoom in, I don't know, Stephen, if you can do this. Corey Crawford's face it's photoshopped. It looks so photoshopped. It, yeah, it, it's like weird. It's got this weird filter on it. And I swear that's Patrick Kane as like a rookie. It's probably for lighting purposes. I, th- I thought it was the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, one thing, but I want to make sure we get uh, Charlie asked, where can we watch the ceremony if we're not going to the game? It will be broadcast on NBC Sports Chicago if you're local. Yep. If you're not local, the NHL Network is going to show it as well. Okay. So if you do, if you're one of our fans that don't live in the Chicago area and you have the NHL Network, you'll be able to catch it there. I don't know. I know we got a couple. Uh, fans checking in from Canada. I, I don't know if any of the Canadian. Mm. I would imagine I, I, TSN or sports. Yeah, TSN has like thirty-eight channels. I would imagine one yeah, of them would probably. You would think so. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Maybe if the if, Hawks should. I wonder if the Hawks would stream it too. I would, yeah, ch- I, I would also I, check that. Check the Blackhawks website. Yeah, they might. They YouTube, might stream YouTube it. Channel might have um, it on. If not, I mean, there's going to be. Check social media. There's going to be people. Sending out videos and pictures throughout the entire ceremony, yeah. for sure. It's going to be awesome. I and, cannot wait to be there. And, yes, Jamie, that is an actual picture. It's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it's real. real. All right, let's, uh, before we wrap things up, we need to update the tank standings. Let's do it. Da, 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 the tank. There it is. Love that spinny old tank. Looks good. It's a good-looking tank. We All right. 98 on it. Well, here we yeah. go. Can we, can we animate? The, Look at uh, that. We're almost in the white. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Actually, yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five, yep. six. The they Hawks are tied are s- for sixth. Right yeah. there. The Hawks are tied for sixth. That's still sixth. Anaheim still in the lead, 18 games, 11 points. Ottawa with 13 and 17. Mm. Arizona with 13 and 16. Mm. Columbus with 13 and 17. Mm. And Buffalo with 14 and 18. I blame, mm. I blame Jay because we were walking uh, in the United Center, and you were like, man, I think Buffalo is for real, and I don't think yeah. they've won a game since. Yeah, he kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, Tage the, Thompson, he's really good. Yeah, he like is. him. He's one of my new favorites. Uh, but the Blackhawks coming in at six with 15 points in 17 games. So there you go. Uh, things are starting to look as expected yep. uh, for the Blackhawks, and it's safe to assume it's only going to keep getting worse. So, all right, we're back tomorrow. After the host of retirement ceremony, the three of us will be there for the entire ceremony. So make sure you're following all of us on social media. He's at Mario underscore Tirabasi. He's under at Greg Boyson, and I'm at Jay Zawoski. And, of course, the show is at CHGO underscore Blackhawks. Make sure you're following us there. And in the meantime, become a CHGO diehard. Go to allchgo.com for all of that great information. We want to thank Stephen for running the show tonight. We will talk to you tomorrow night. After Hosa has his number retired for eternity, this has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.